Welcome to Aging in Full Bloom with Lisa Stockdale, sponsored by Capital Healthcare Network, an Ohio-based, family-owned and operated company providing solutions that help seniors age on their own terms. Those solutions include home care, senior living, nursing home and rehab care, and hospice. Learn more at CapitalHealthCareNetwork.com. Thank you for listening today. Today our topic is open enrollment, and I have a good friend, a very dear friend, and a colleague in with me named Debbie Ayers, who is a Medicare expert. Are you comfortable owning that title, Debbie? I think so. Yeah, it's been a long time. You've earned it, Mm -hmm. right? Before we get into open enrollment, well, first, why don't we tell our listeners what open enrollment is? They might know, or they wouldn't be listening, but you never know. So what is it? Um, It's the annual open enrollment period for Medicare that happens every single year uh, from October 15th to December 7th. And this is the period of time where every... Every Medicare beneficiary should perk up, take notice, and uh, look at what their plan is now and whether or not that plan's really going to work for them next year. All the 2020 information is out there now uh, on their website, and so it behooves everyone to take a look at that and make sure that the plan that worked for them this year is truly going to work for them next year. So don't make an assumption that your plan's going to stay the same. Is that what you're Amen. saying? Amen. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Okay. And so we're talking about um, Medicare beneficiaries. If you're mm-hmm. 65 or older, or some mm-hmm. people have Medicare mm-hmm. for other reasons, like mm-hmm. what, Debbie? What else would there be besides age? The only other people that are eligible for Medicare in this country, if they're not 65, in other words, younger than that, are two categories. One, someone who is receiving Social Security disability income and have been receiving that check for 24 consecutive months. Okay. Then on the 25th month, they automatically become eligible for Medicare, even though they're under 65. And the other category are those under 65 who unfortunately suffer with ESRD, which is end-stage renal disease. It means they're already on kidney dialysis. They, too, are eligible for Medicare even though they're not 65. Okay. But if you're not in one of those two categories, then whether or not, if I can say this, whether or not you're receiving Social Security income, because as you know, Lisa, some people do that maybe early at age 62. Uh Uh-huh. They might think, oh, well, I got my Social Security income started so I can get Medicare, too. Not that, so. Not so. Okay. 65 is the magic age for okay. the health care. Okay. So if you do start receiving those benefits before 65, you better have an insurance plan in place. Right. 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 Mm-hmm. Um, okay. And you know what? I just thought maybe we should even step it back another step and talk about what is Medicare. I think our listeners know, but you you just never know. Well, that's a good question in that a lot of folks do get mixed up with Medicare versus Medicaid because those two words are so similar. Yes. Medicare is uh, a federal health insurance program. Medicaid is individual state assistance programs. So Medicaid is assistance, Medicare is insurance. Right. And Medicare is federal, so across the country. 
Medicaid, Medicaid state state different state to state. And the Medicare is was designed for people 65 and older. Correct. And the Medicaid is as you said uh, it's all kinds of assistance including insurance. Right. But it was designed for people in need, people below a certain poverty level. Right, exactly. The eligibility for Medicaid comes uh, from that area of need, financial need, Yeah, where Medicare is based on the age. It right. doesn't have anything really to do with... A uh, with need. Okay. Mm-hmm. So those are the bones. You know what mm-hmm. Medicare is. You know what open enrollment is. This open enrollment period is annual. Right. When does it start and stop again? October 15th uh-huh. every year, and it ends on December 7th. So whatever choices you make during that period of time will become effective on January 1st. All right. And I think this podcast will air before open enrollment is closed. Pretty confident of that. Um, So right now we're in the Mm -hmm. middle of it. Mm -hmm. And what Debbie is telling us is you shouldn't assume that what worked for you last year will work for you this year because two things, Mm -hmm. your plan may have changed. Mm -hmm. So you want to check the benefits, Mm -hmm. take a look and make sure your plan hasn't changed. Mm -hmm. And then secondly, your condition may have changed. And -hmm. if your condition changed and your plan didn't serve you well last year, Mm -hmm. now's the time to find a plan that will serve you well. Do I have it right? That's You've got it there. Let me get just a little more specific on it. In that the people who need to be checking things especially are those in Medicare Advantage plans because those plans work on a network of providers. Okay. So this year, maybe your doctors, your specific doctors, your specialist, uh, the hospital you prefer, they've all been in your network uh-huh. and you're fine. And this is where I'm saying, Lisa, people assume incorrectly because they'll say, well, everybody worked. My doctors are all there. Uh-huh. And when in reality, these networks do change year to year. Mm-hmm. So because the doctor was in this year does not necessarily mean he's going to be in next year or maybe even a, a major hospital, which is huge bills, could be huge bills for you. This year, that hospital's in your network. Next year, maybe it's not. Maybe it is, but that's my point. So you need to check. So when you say providers, you're talking about physicians mm-hmm. and you're talking about Maybe hospitals, mm-hmm. big um, clinics, homes, clinics, mm-hmm. outpatient surgery centers. centers, all that kind of okay. stuff. Mm-hmm. All right. so, so it's not just physicians. Correct. Correct. And so you've got the uh, Medicare Advantage plans that you need to compare for next year and make sure. And then the other category are those that are on what we call standalone Part D drug plans, because that's a huge one as well. People assume because all their drugs were covered this year on mm-hmm. the plan and they paid maybe low co-pays and things and they went to a particular pharmacy that was in the network this mm-hmm. year. That's one they like. They turn around and go next year and they just assume everything's the same. I don't know. Do I have time for a quick uh, illustration on this? All the time in the world. <laughs> okay. I have. I helped a lady a couple of years back. I caught her in the fall. I'd never met her before, but she had heard about um, this open enrollment. Excuse me. She takes 18 drugs a day. She's on oxygen. Two of those 18 are life and death. She has has to have them, has to, okay? So she has quite a list. 
praise God, she was blessed financially. The plan she had um, was one of the plans with Humana. I remember the company, but not the plan. But anyway, back in, um, like I said, a couple of years ago. So she had this Humana plan. It worked for her that year that I saw her. Um, and I told her about the open enrollment. I told her about the let's sit down. Mm-hmm. No charge. I'll help her compare and see if it's going to work next year. She would have nothing to do with it. Um, she just <laughs> wouldn't. She said, it works, Debbie. It's not broken. We're not going to fix it. Okay. Because change is hard. I guess. And be, it's work. Yes. Yes. So you got to put some effort into this. That's right. And so she wouldn't do it. She just wouldn't do it. In January, she called me half hysterical. And I was like, what happened? What's wrong? And she said, well, something's wrong. And I said, why? She said, because I just came from the pharmacy. And you remember I told you I had those two that I can't live without? I said, yes. She said, well, last year they've been $100, $100 copay for each one for a 30-day supply, okay. which is kind of high. Yeah, that's but an expensive drug. It is. And it was a brand name. Like I said, it was really important for her. So she could handle that. Well, when she came in January, went to the pharmacy and presented the two refills, yeah. the gentleman looked at her and said, um, well, that'll be $2,000. What? And she was like, no, 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 you have that wrong. Yeah, that's you, 200 You added a zero. That's right. And he said, no, I'm sorry. I'm, and she said, well, how could that possibly be? And he said, well, ma'am, those two drugs were taken off the formulary for this plan. Oh, they were on last year. Goodness. But they weren't. And I just sat there and I thought, ma'am, I tried to tell you, you need to check these things every year. So the next phone call she had was to her financial planner because yeah. now she has $2,000 a month that she cannot do without. Right. For the next 12 months equals $24,000. Mm. That was a very expensive mistake. And when I say change is hard, let me let me explain what I mean. What I mean is we get secure in whatever is happening now, if it's working, and and we don't want to look at other options. But what Debbie is telling us is when it comes to Medicare, especially if you're not on traditional or original Medicare, but you have one of those Medicare Advantage plans, I don't think they should get to call them back that, but that's just the world according to Lisa. Um, or the or the drug plans. Or the drug plans, mm-hmm. yes. Um, you got you have to take a look every year to make sure that something like, and especially if you have drugs that are life and death mm-hmm. to you. But mm-hmm. any any drug, I mean, really? for example, I have high blood pressure. It's the only drug I take daily, um, but I kind of want it, you know? <laughs> I kind of want that. That's not an expensive drug or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But I'm just saying mm-hmm. um, some some of the medication you take, may you may not consider it life or death. Mm-hmm. But if you don't take it, you're putting yourself at risk mm-hmm. for an event that mm-hmm. could cost you your life. Amen. Even if it's something common like high blood pressure. Right. And like I said, she was blessed enough financially. She had the means to adjust for that year and yeah. handle it. But a lot of people wouldn't have that. But most people don't. Right. Most right. people do not have that luxury. Right. And here, here's another thing. I just saw a woman um, yesterday. She takes no prescriptions. She is 69 now. Okay. At 65, she still doesn't take any. So I helped her when she turned 65 to get into a standalone Part D plan because she took original Medicare plus a supplement, right? So since she took no drugs, we um, 
enrolled her in the cheapest premium plan because she didn't have any drugs, so she wasn't going to really use it. Yeah, but yeah. it's important you have to have a drug plan. You have to have some form of prescription drug coverage, uh, or case, the government. Right? Yeah, or you can be penalized. But we don't oh, need to get into okay. all of that. But anyway, I talked to her last night, and it's it's been four years. And she approached me last night and said, "You know that drug plan I've got? Do you know Debbie? It went up thirty one dollars a month for next year." And I said, well, whoa, whoa, back up. That's expensive because you don't take any drugs yet. No, I still don't. I said, wait a minute. So she went back. She said, it was only $16, that plan, back in four years ago. Uh-huh. And then it was, um, I think she said something like, I'm not, this is not totally accurate, but the, I, the increments. It was 16 yeah. Now it was 20 Now last year it went to 27 Now it's 31 Yeah. And I said to her, I said, whoa. You keep doing that every year. You've, and, it's unaffordable. Well, and what, what I said and to her is I said, I said, I bet you never check it during open enrollment, do you? She goes, well, no. I mean, I just kept the same plan for uh-huh. the four years. And, the, and I said, her first name was, it happened to be Debbie. I said, Debbie, you need to look every year during open enrollment and find, in my opinion, find the cheapest premium. Yeah. Don't be paying twenty, thirty, forty dollars a month if you can pay seventeen. You're not taking anything. Right. You just need to get something on the books. Yes. Oh, she said. Well, I didn't think I sh- I needed to check because I don't take any anyway. So I just kept it in my wallet. And I have a feeling that our listeners understand the importance of being frugal, right? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Monitor every dollar. Every yes. dollar. Why give away anything that you don't have to? Mm-hmm. Okay. Open enrollment. That's our topic, and I got one last question for you. Mm-hmm. I think we have made our case why you should pay attention during open enrollment and take a look. No, I got two questions. Uh oh. <laughs> so, the first question is this open enrollment period the only time you can switch your plan? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. And you said that people are calling you for help. Mm-hmm. Why? Why do they call you? I said you were a Medicare expert. You participate in OSHIP, oh, don't you? Right. I'm a certified volunteer with I said OSHIP with yeah, the right. P. <laughs> with the P, people. I said OSHIP. <laughs> OSHIP stands for the Ohio Senior Health Insurance Information Program. Yeah. There is a SHIP program in every state in the union mandated by CMS, the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services. It is funded by federal and state tax dollars. Um, therefore, all services to the public are free. Uh-huh. That's why I say I'm a volunteer. Yes. So I can meet with people, and there's over in Ohio. And you don't get paid. No. You really are a volunteer. Yeah, I mean, yeah. This is out of the goodness of your heart. <laughs> right. You have a long background that puts you in a unique place to do yeah. this in a more proficient way than someone like me who maybe just goes through the OSHIP training. Right. Um, But every state has this. Mm -hmm. And your best bet, what's nice about OSHIP, Lisa, and also, I'm not sure about in other states, but here in Ohio, our local area agency on aging also has Medicare outreach specialists who happen also to be certified volunteers. Um, so whichever organization, whether it's the SHIP program or whether it's your area agency on aging, those are good places to start. First of all, it's free. It's not going to cost you anything. Mm-hmm. And second of all, none of us that are associated with those programs 
are allowed to be insurance agents. So and we can't sell anything. That That is so important to me. I'm so glad you said that because you cannot go to an insurance agent and expect to get a full comprehensive picture of your options because mm-hmm. they're vested right. in the plans that they're selling. Right. But if you go to one of these SHIP programs or area agency on aging, Mm -hmm. you're going to get unbiased, Mm -hmm. objective Mm -hmm. assistance for free. Right. So why wouldn't you do that? I know. And then what's (laughs) nice is if you start there Uh and let the volunteer or the worker help you narrow the field down to maybe, say, two potential good options for you, Uh um, then fine. Then call the agent and let them fill you in on even more detail of that particular uh-huh. plan. But at that point, you should be educated enough to understand the verbiage, the vocabulary. You con- you've already got the concept, so you know what you want. Um, so now you're just looking for the details from the agent to make a final decision. And the only other thing that I will say is you should ask for help for all these reasons that we identified, objectivity, mm-hmm. um, the fact that it's free, mm-hmm. the fact that these mm-hmm. people have been trained mm-hmm. in how to get you answers. And the other thing is Medicare is complicated. It very much is. It's difficult it to understand. So that's another reason to ask. Don't be afraid to ask. Don't be too proud to ask because mm-hmm. you don't mm-hmm. want to all of a sudden be paying money you don't have to pay or not mm-hmm. able to afford drugs you need. Or, or not f- be able to go. Yeah. Where you would want to go for your health care. Right. And find out that, oh, by the way, if you go to that hospital, if you go to that clinic, uh, that's not in your plan. Or not see the doctor that you've seen right. for years. Right. So there's every reason in the world to seek help, and help is readily available mm-hmm. in every state mm-hmm. in the United States mm-hmm. um, for our Medicare recipients. Correct. Did we cover it? We did. All right. Open (laughs) enrollment. It's important. And we're smack dab in the middle of it. Mm -hmm. So reach out and get yourself some help if you're 65 and older um, and you rely on Medicare. Mm -hmm. Until next time. Thank you for listening. May the road rise to meet you. May the wind be forever at your back.